just to launch this conversation. This is our playground. They have spontaneous conversations. They don't plan this. I mean, there's actually something sort of spiritual about that. What's he do? He's a human being. <laughs> yeah, I'm a sexist feminist. We should be friends. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Rob and Callie Show. My name's Rob Kay. I'm sitting here with my really good friend Callie Alpert. What's up, Callie? Good evening, Robbie, and happy Tuesday night, our first Tuesday night here at Talking Alternative Radio. That's right. We are here live in the studio. We got Sam on the board. We have our new intern, yes, Joy, who just Joy. showed up. Yay, so Joy! Excited. Joy, welcome to the team. Welcome to the family. Welcome to the tribe. And uh, yeah, tonight's a special episode because we are excited. Expanding, <laughs> we are manifesting Help. from. That's right, a half an hour to an hour. So, welcome everybody to an hour show. Again, we are in the TalkRadio.myc studios. If you want to call in tonight, the number is eight seven seven four eight zero four one two zero. And I just want to milk. Kelly's a little nervous about how we're going to talk for an hour. Although today we probably talk for an hour about groceries. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So do you go to Whole Foods all the time? Well, sometimes. Well, where else do you go if you don't go there? Well, there's a bodega. And yeah. Do you like the people at the bodega? Sometimes. It depends what kind of mood. We're way more interesting than that. But yes. That's true. Every time I think, you know, I question or get feel a little insecure about do I. And I'm not even talking about you. I'm talking about me. If there's enough to fill out uh, an hour... Um, or if we're just being, you know, boring or whatever, um, I think, all right, we can either talk more slowly, we can milk everything a little bit longer, but we really are expanding because um, we've had enough response and people suggesting that our half-hour shows feel very um, just quick and that we don't really get to the meat of things to the degree that maybe people would like to hear. And that's lovely and, and very complimentary. Mm. And when we started, my TV brain came in and said you always have to leave people wanting more and that's just sort of a sensibility I've always learned right and so I'm hoping that that's still the case after an hour and we'll, we will see well also I had people tell me they wanted to hear more yeah. it's like you know the content was good they love what we talked about they just really liked listening to us talk so I was like yeah okay well I think we can do an hour we definitely can do that so we've had some apprehension a little bit of nervousness we were talking to, are you sure you want to do an hour yeah I'm sure I'm sure too. So here we are. Welcome to the show. And we welcome all the listeners around the world. We got, I think, all the continents pretty much represented. Not an- Antarctica, I believe. Is That's not right. Included tonight. That's right. But if you We're guys, yeah, if you're like in your igloo and you're hooking up your <laughs> Wi Fi, we welcome you as well. <laughs> so tonight we're going to talk about something called walking your talk. And it's about saying what you mean, doing what you say you're going to do. Do you back it up? Um, are you the kind of person who lives by your idea of integrity and you want to really be the person that you tell people you are and the way you act? Mm. So I try and do that. You know, I'm not perfect at it. And when I was thinking about this topic, I was thinking about the fact that, um, Sometimes I feel guilty when I judge other people, and then sometimes I get valuable information by doing that, by seeing how I'm different from them. And it's not that I'm uh, trying to be condescending or put them down or assassinate their character. It's just I'm noticing how we're different, and sometimes that information helps me to improve on myself. Is this a disclaimer for what you're about to say? It is, because okay, I'm going to get into a little story. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so, you know, I try and live by my word. I try and be a man of my word. I'm pretty proud of it, and I try and live by integrity. And you do. And when I find that I'm not doing that, I apologize, or I try and take responsibility for my actions, because none of us are perfect at doing this. You know, we're all practicing these ideas. Um, but the, the way that I thought of this topic was Callie and I had a business meeting with somebody and I think this was a couple of months ago and, um, it's somebody who is a spiritual teacher and teaches other people a lot of the ideas that we talk about in the spiritual community and basically about helping others and, during the meeting that we had with this person for over an hour, they never asked us one question about ourselves. And this is somebody who wanted our help. And so I thought it was ironic that this 
person is, calls themselves a spiritual teacher, yet they didn't know that basic idea of, you know, let me walk the talk where I'm going to show some love or appreciation to other people or even interest. And yeah. when we left the meeting... There wasn't I, a real eve. There wasn't an even exchange. Yeah. There wasn't. And I just have to interject also and say that, um, you know, we both have a, a hyper-tweaked sensibility toward that anyway. So we're... And not, you know, not to say that it wasn't absolutely true, and I vouch for it because I was there and experienced it. Right. Um, but also, you know, we're... Our, our filter notices that very loudly and very quickly about people in general. Right. It's, it's a, yeah, it's, it's a thing. Right. And to put a disclaimer out, I'm not talking about being oversensitive. I'm talking about right. basics. I'm talking about during the conversation, not once was, and this, again, is someone who wants something from us, wants our help, and never said, how are you? Where are you from? What's your show about? Oh, how do you guys come What's up with name? that? <laughs> yeah, I, actually, I don't even think this person knew our name or knew my name. Anyway, so I left the meeting mm. and I said to Callie, my intuition told me, mm. we're not going to get anything from this guy and he's going to want everything from us. And so what happened was that. And we put a lot of effort into different things and a project for him. And uh, as it turned out, we didn't get much reciprocation at all. In fact, we had yeah. to remind him that there was kind of a, the idea about an exchange here, you know, we'll do something for you and then you help us. Yeah. And so I was thinking about it lately, how this person's on his own path and he's at his own stage of evolution. But sometimes I have a problem with spiritual teachers who can't do the basics in life and walk that talk. If you're going to take the responsibility on to teach people about love, community, helping each other, do the basics, you know, hi, how are you? Great, thank you. Remember things. Be interested, that, yeah. Remember things that you said you were going to do. Yeah, and know? just connect with someone's soul, or you know, just someone's heart in the same way that you're wanting to teach other people to do or pretend that you're going to do fake that it. yeah For God's like, sakes, fake like it. maybe just pretend that you're going to follow up when you're really not going to yeah you know? yeah yeah absolutely and that's just one example and again now going back just to go on a little bit of a tangent because we've got time for tangents now um you know uh it's the i was thinking about this on the way over here too because often with our topics <clears throat> i feel like um, I don't want to come across as a woe is me. You know, we tend to be very raw and open and share uncomfortable mm -hmm. observations and emotions because we want to give people a safe place to do the same because we all feel them whether we know it, want to, whatever. Right. That said, I also never want to come across as being too whiny or too judgmental. But that said, you know, this generally speaking, when people's actions don't when people's actions don't match their words. And we're going to talk about a lot of examples tonight for me, too. It's a major it's it's a trigger. It's just a turnoff. And it has so much impact on so many levels. And mm -hmm. it's just not cool. Um, and yet, yes, we're all human. And I have plenty of examples where I'm you know, where I do it as well. I mm -hmm. try to be aware of it. I hope people point it out to me. I'd like to think that I take ownership of it. Um, but that's just one example. Now, when you get back into the world, uh, like the spiritual realm, where people are trying to be teachers and healers and quote unquote light workers, which is a term that, you know, often gets thrown around. Right. Um, it's a little bit harder to swallow. That said, often people that find their way into those professions are the most need the most work of all. Yeah. And so that's where I'm equally, I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth because one part of me is completely frustrated and pissed off about it. And the other part of me says, there's just a lot more work to do. Right. There's just a lot of ego there that needs to get cleaned out. Right. You know, right. who are we to judge? And then we can just walk away and not have anything to do with those kinds of people anymore. Right, which we've done. But what we're trying to do is make use of this information for other people. Yeah. And so yeah. I want to go back to what you said. Like, And they also say like... Like some spiritual people are the craziest people, you know? So, yeah. Joy is not yeah. in her head. Yeah. See, so, now we have validation in right. the studio beyond right. Sam and some of the other um, people that visit and come in and out. We have a fresh new brain and new pair of eyes, and she is nodding her head. That's right. And she's bringing that heart and soul to the team, I can tell. <laughs> yes. And it's like, yeah, you got to be careful about who you interact with. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to bring this up on the show. We've talked about mentors before who don't walk their talk and spiritual teachers. And pay attention to somebody. Like, if they, you know, now there are teachers who are like, do what I say, not what I do. I like teachers who do what they say. That's, that's what I like. I respect them more and I admire it more because they're really fully in that part of the journey that I am. And again, this person is on their own path. The other thing I want to say is that, you know, sometimes you can't show up and sometimes you can't 
right. be the kind of person where maybe you, you said you wanted to do something and you really did. You had good intentions. And I believe that this guy had good intentions. I just think that he's so oblivious to his behavior. He didn't see how much he dropped the ball, you know? And I want to go back to what you said. So meanwhile, what we should be doing is walk around the planet with mirrors, just holding them up to everybody. That's what you and I should do as our new mission. We'll, well just hold up mirrors to everyone. Well, so they and we can look do, themselves in the mirror. But we do that on the show, deconstructing our lives here. <laughs> yeah. It's like, we're, and I understand that, that this triggered stuff in me, my own history about being let down yes. and disappointed. You could always and trace it on back to us. People not keeping their word with me in my life. Um, <laughs> you know, I've had people in my life who tell me they love me and then they don't treat me well. And it's like, well, like, could you not tell me you love me and show me you love me? Like, you know, that'd be great. I don't even, I have no idea what you're talking yeah, about. So we're going to have a side note show <laughs> after the show, Callie. We'll talk. I don't even know where to begin with my, with my thoughts now. So yes. Um, and before we get into more of the specific uh, examples, because I do think there's a lot of categories in which this stuff comes up. Mm. I think a lot of just generally broad strokes, I think a lot of it just has to do with uh, the word follow through always comes to mind for me. The word integrity, the idea of just um, actions match your words yeah and um you know it's something like it really does start early on at home I was just even thinking about where I learned it and I've even asked my parents um and they can't remember which says to me that it was just by modeling it to my sister and I that we adopted that kind of behavior and in my my family of origin of the four of us our follow-through I don't know who's listening and is thinking she is so full of it because I could tell you about the time. Um, but for the most part, we take that very seriously and yeah. are really good at it. And mm-hmm. it's an, and it's a priority. Um, but I can't tell you why, except that I think it's just a way of respecting people, respecting your relationship with them, respecting their time, mm-hmm. respecting whatever exchange, whatever words you uttered. Um, and yet I do believe that there is a, a pandemic of lack thereof. You know, I just think it's so pervasive. There are constantly, you know, whether it's a an e- a text thread that you're having with someone, or again, we can get you know deeper into all of these um, examples, or in the workforce, and definitely with relationships. It's um, the just the the idea that people just sort of cut it off and don't follow through or don't come through with what they said they were going to do is, to me, I think the following through is the exception. Yeah. You know, and I hate to say that because I don't like to dignify these things or have selective attention toward these types of behaviors. Yeah. But I feel like I experience it more than I don't. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, you know, you reminded me uh, a woman I was talking to about setting up a date and she just sent me a text about how much she appreciated my follow through or my thoughtfulness or just being considerate of her. And I was like, well, that's really nice of her to compliment it me. Is. And I appreciated that. But yeah, I think you're right. We all need reminders about it. The other thing, as I slow my voice down, because we're doing an hour tonight. <laughs> is, you got to make it last. That's right. That's right. Uh, everybody, if you want to call in, tell us what groceries you got today. <laughs> our number is 877-480-4120. Um, but the other thing is we're talking about patterns. You know, we all make mistakes. We don't follow through all the time, you know, and we're talking, I'm talking about patterns in life. When I see that somebody has a pattern of being a narcissist or self-centered or not following through or being a taker and not a giver. Or just a lame ass. Well, isn't that the same thing? (laughs) So, but it's like, yeah, then I just start phasing them out of my life. It's like, I just don't have time and energy for someone who can't give me the basics in life just like I'm trying to give to them to me it's all about the golden rule I'm just trying to treat others the way I want to be treated yeah amen brother I I, I definitely agree it is pretty simple that and as cliche as that is it's definitely a great motto and it's really simple if everyone could be you know we learn that as kids and then we completely forget to practice it as adults and yeah. it really just is as simple as when you want you know anytime you want to be treated a certain way treat other people the same way that's right that's what? why so we're here to remind everybody about this stuff yeah definitely so we're going to have some more reminders and we're going to continue this conversation right after this Welcome back, everybody. And Rob is singing to me. He's doing like a little Go Cali cheer. Go Cali. Go Cali. Go, go, go Cali. (laughs) Um, So we are talking. um, First of all, we're live on uh, Talking Alternative Radio. 
our first Tuesday night, our first hour-long show. We're really excited for everybody to be joining us. And uh, we are talking about walking the talk and how actions speak louder than words and how people we need to step up. We need our actions to measure up to what we suggest they're going to be. We need to treat each other the way we want to be treated. Hallelujah. Right? Am I on too much of a soapbox? No, no, no. Um, we need to talk about this. So I think, you know, I'm going to start by talking about the times when I don't do it. Because, um, like you said earlier, I'm, you know, none of us are perfect and we're all still learning and growing and trying to own our stuff. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking about it earlier, like the times when I don't do it is when um, I'm either in a sort of like a, a challenging place, kind of moody or in a darker place or struggling with something and I go hiding and I'm a little more inconsistent and non-committal about like making plans, for example, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, answering people mm-hmm. or when I feel really depleted from somebody's company and I just am trying to let go of them or limit the amount of time we're together Yeah. or it's not a priority, which I try not to do. I try to be honest with people about where we're at so that the expectations aren't, you know, are, are, um, Managed, yeah. If, for lack of a better expression, yeah. <clears throat> um, we have a call. Actually, should we go to a caller? Yeah, That's yeah, definitely. Exciting. Let's we go have, to the caller. Um, we have Hello. Um, Denise calling. Good evening. Hello, this is Denise Grayson calling in. Hi, where are you calling from, Denise? Hi, I'm calling from California. Welcome. Hey, Denise. Welcome to the Robin Kelly Show. Thank yeah. you. You guys sound so good. Oh, you're so kind. Are you drunk? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, for me, I should be. But that's a good idea. <laughs> good idea. I must be drunk. It, I kept trying to call in, and uh, I've never called a radio show before, but you guys sound so great. Oh, and you talk about we're such so wonderful things. honored oh, that, thanks, you're, that, that we're your first show. There's a first you for are. everything. So what do you think about the idea of people um, kind of walking, walking their talk or stepping up to their words? Do you have any experience well, I definitely with that? agree with you. It's something that people are taught. And I think now people just have a much shorter attention span with technology. And um, people's word doesn't necessarily mean what it once did. But, you know, I, it, as I was listening to you, I thought of this concept that I learned about a very long time ago. Mm-hmm. What's that? It's a concept in Jewish law. It's something called Belin Nader. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone's ever heard of it. I haven't. But it talks about how a vow is so serious and it's so important, your word, that when you say something, you kind of, it's kind of like a qualification. When you say you're going to do something, you say, I will do this. But it kind of allows you to get out of the commitment. Oh, wow. In a way that's... that's so it's like, I don't promise to do it. In a way that's acceptable. So it's not like a cop-out, but it's sort of a p- permission. Exactly. So it could probably be overused. It's like, I will do this Nader, but if I know that someone says they're going to do something, but they might not be able to, it's not like saying, I will do this. Oh. All right. The idea is just so your word means so much that you, your promise means so much that if you don't think you can fulfill that commitment, you must say these words afterwards. It's kind of like saying, I'll do my best efforts. That's so beautiful. Were we yeah. going to say something? I know. Say something? And no. I think about that from time to time. I was taught that by someone a, a number of years ago. Wow. I was thinking, whenever you say the beginning of it, I keep thinking you're going to say Bernie Madoff. And I'm like, no, <laughs> he definitely did not walk his talk, Denise. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he kind of did, actually. Um, but do you, just going back to what you said, Denise, about why you think that, like, do you really think that technology is a legitimate excuse for, like, diluting the, you know, the power of, like, a, someone's word? Is that no. a, is that a, no, is that really I was just trying happening? to figure out the reason for it, but no, of course not. And it's what you're taught. So yeah. I think kids just learn that everything's so quick, they can miss a text, um, and it's okay, or they can just say something and they say it to a group of people. But no, I don't, I don't think it, it's an, ex- it should be an excuse. I think you're right, Denise, though, as far as what we're taught, because even Joy during the break was saying she really resonated with what we were talking about. And she's younger. And, you know, it's just I think it's kind of how you're raised. Everyone's younger. Yes. But that's that's true. Side note. That's true. But besides that, you know, um, it yeah, it is the kind of thing where I think it's what morals or ethics you were taught, what belief system you have. It's important to to tell somebody you appreciate what they did. Things like that. Yeah. I just wondered, do you think, um, um, either of you guys, Denise or Rob, do you think that there's a way to fix this in an overarching way? I mean, not that it's, you know, our, our place to do it, but do you think there's a way to inspire people to make it 
better? Or even like individually, do you guys find that there's that you can have these conversations with people and maybe, you know, up the up the sort of ante with your friends or people that aren't kind of stepping up? Do you talk about it? Denise, what do you think? Um, I think it's encouraging positive behavior. When someone does that, sometimes I'm taken aback and I thank them for it. Mm. So maybe they'll do it again. But um, I think it starts with education. Yeah. Kids have to learn. Yeah. So I think maybe it- there should be, like, in professional school, you take an ethics course. Maybe kids could learn ethics <laughs> like that, how to be a human oh my god that's like a cool. whole other topic we're gonna do where i want to change i want to change the new york city school systems curriculum at least to have a cord maybe around the country where we have a course on life like why do i need to know algebra or calculus before i have a class on you know different things about life or what to do after college and self-confidence you know, just, how to find self-esteem yeah, like as a teenager or something the basics we need to have a course like that but yeah denise thank you so much for calling in. we really call. appreciate it oh, thank you guys i want to keep listening it's a great show thank, thank you, you so much thank you so much take care if anybody else wants to call in and join the conversation the number is 877-480-4120 great to have denise on the show and yeah i think i take pride in being a power of example when you talk about what the answer is I think the only thing I can control is my own behavior and I want to show other people especially young dudes like hey this is how you're a gentleman and you know you don't have to be somebody who's a a pushover gets taken advantage of or or maybe think you're weak because you're a nice person or because you show that you care or that you follow up I actually think it takes confidence sometimes and courage to actually be a man of my word and to just do what I say I'm going to do. Sometimes I don't want to do it. I'm like, all right, but I said I would. I'm going to follow through. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting example, too, where you really mean well, and there's just a legitimate, you know, you're either tired, you're lazy, you're sick, you're over, you know, you're over-promising. I think there's a lot of times where people really sit out with good intentions and they over-promise because they don't want to say um, no or because they want to step up and, you know, help somebody out. Um, but again, to me, it's like if you're not going to do it, then why say it? You yeah. know, I really, I keep going back even to Don Miguel Ruiz, you know, my boyfriend, not really, but you know, and my, my spiritual boyfriend, uh-huh. um, for agreements, you know, be impeccable with your word. And I, I might be, you know, there's a lot of different versions of what that, you know, interpretations of what that can mean. Um, and he, you know, often he talks about like using your words carefully and clearly to paint the picture of what you want for your life yeah, and not to mince them and, and you know, to be direct, but also just to be direct yeah, and to, to mean what you say and to say what you mean. And if you don't, then don't say it. Yeah. Very, very simple. Yeah. Um, so I find examples of this also in the workplace. And again, I know I understand that people are very, very busy and um, and overextended. But you know, I uh, as somebody who has um, hired people and you know overseen a department and been a boss and a supervisor, <clears throat> often um, when I interview people and you know I end up not hiring them, I unsolicited will write or call each every single one of them and tell them why I didn't. Mm. And that's just my natural. I've never been taught that. I've never, I won't say never. Maybe there's one time in my life I've experienced that and been on the receiving end of it. Yeah. But I'm in that situation now with a job that I interviewed for three weeks ago. And um, they brought me back for a second interview within two days. It was all very prompt. And clearly there was a momentum and a rhythm and a need there. And great receptivity. Everything went really well. And then uh, radio silence for a week. So Mm. I checked in and I got a response back. And they um, it was explained to me that this group had gone out of town for a, um, you know, a, a business event mm. and that soon enough. And now it's been a, another week and a half and I've heard nothing. Now, I know at this point the odds are that means that they went with someone else. That's fine. But even just to, you know, just to take the time to respect the fact that I was interested and persistent and gave them my time and energy and the fact that. And I, I don't expect it because it never happens. It's not the norm, mm. but it's what I do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so it, it's possible. It's possible to find a few minutes just to, to do that, just to thank somebody for the, you know, for their efforts. Sure. You know? Sure. And I think we talk about in the show that I say water seeks its own level. And so a lot of times. Oh, I haven't heard. I don't remember that one. That's pretty. Yeah. It's like we attract people who are like us a lot, you know, and a lot of my friends and Mm -hmm. brothers and sisters, people I got in my tribe, 
they try and act the same way I do. And again, we're not talking about all the time you do it, but it's a goal. It's a, a basic trying uh, a basic way of behaving that we have to where we can trust each other and rely on each other. You know, we're talking about reliability and we're talking about trust. And I think if people have been disappointed, have broken hearts, have people let them down over and over and over again, then it gets to the point where it's taking a risk to open up again and trust people. And actually, Joy brought this up during the break, how she was saying that maybe a question we could ask is, you know, how does a person start practicing that if they have a history where they've been let down so much? And I think it's about taking a risk. I think it's about, all right, let me try and trust another human being again, that they're going to be there for me. Yeah. And that's hard because a few things happen in that situation. Number one, if you haven't learned that that can be the way, if your needs haven't been met on that level, and so you don't know what it's like to actually have a successful experience with that, you can start projecting that more and more and inviting more of the same in. Or as you, um, as Joy so um, savvily asked, asked as a a savvy question, um, how do you break the chain if you want to be more mindful and conscious about not doing that? You know, Joy, with those savvily questions. (laughs) I don't know. I just made up a word. Sorry, everyone. Joy, you got any more of those savvily questions? (laughs) I'm setting such a good example for our new guest. Are you kidding? No, we're going to start the Rob and Callie dictionary and thesaurus because we make up words all the time. Yeah, I used to get reprimanded for that as a kid because I made up a lot of words. So anyway. (laughs) Now I'm, I'm still doing it. Um, but I do think it's important to, like you said, to trust and to open up. And at the same time, it's hard because the more you get to, pl- you know, the more disappointed you get, the harder it is to have the hope. So it's easy to get hardened and mis- you know, distrustful and, um, and sort of, uh, yeah, just um, a little hopeless when it comes to things like this. So you just have to keep the faith and keep assuming that you are going to find it if you just practice. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I think when we come back, I want to talk about, you know, the spiritual vibe of it all. Mm. You know, it's like the Beatles said, the love you take is equal to the love you make. And it's like the more you put out, the more you're going to get back. So karma's a bitch, baby. Or it can be great. Just kidding. (laughs) We'll be right back. Welcome back to the talkradio.myc studios. We are coming to you live tonight in our first hour show. And if you want to call in and join the conversation, the number is 877-480-4120. And I just want to um, say that we have just crossed the threshold into the second half hour of our first hour show. See, I told you we'd make it and you'd have to run out of the studio. (laughs) This was going to be fine. I'm so excited. I know. So... um, I wanted to get back to what we were talking about, though, before the break about the spiritual energy of it all. And it's it's more about the fact like I I feel good when I'm there for people and when I do what I say I'm going to do and I'm being a man of my word. You know, I, I sort of walk taller and, and just feel like a man. But the other thing is, you know, I'm putting that energy out, hoping that it comes back to me, which it does. And. I would say that these days it's few and far between where I have people that really disappoint me. And if they do, like the guy I brought up in the beginning of the show, I have to take a look at myself because it's just a mirror to myself, Definitely. my yeah. own issues, my own maybe, I wouldn't even say wounds, but disappointments from the past I haven't gotten over or my thing. Wounds. Yeah. <laughs> or my thing is bullshit artists. And you know, there's yeah. an expression, you can't bullshit a bullshitter. And I, I say that sometimes to people and it's because I know how to manipulate somebody. I know how to try and get something without giving. My conscience won't allow me to do that much anymore because I feel like I've progressed into the guy I am. Right. But maybe in other lifetimes, you know, I was a real user and abuser, you know. But it's like um, I can usually spot somebody who's doing that. I don't know. The other expression is you spot it, you got it. Oh. So, because it's a mirror back to me. So mm-hmm. I may have that part of me maybe that still does that sometimes. And I need to remember that. Yeah. Not get on my high horse there. Yeah. Well, it's hard not. I mean, I Callie know. Albert. <laughs> no. And so <laughs> and sometimes it is hard. Like I, I said earlier in the show, I don't want us to sound like we're getting on our high horses. But we I guess we do. You know, our, our intention is good. But sometimes certain Certain topics get us a little more revved up than others or um, a little more frustrated. Callie, are you going to sit on that throne the whole show or are you just going to get a regular chair? I was just going to let you dust it off and then I was going to get back on Oh, it. isn't that nice of you? Um, so, 
Um, yeah, but with the kind of karma thing and then just sort of the, the full circle, I do, um, because I too, you know, I can go to what I call like my lower chakra behaviors where I'm in my ego and opportunistic and want to, you know, make something work or create an opportunity for myself. But I really try for that not to be the reason if I'm helping somebody or following through on something, it's because I really want to do it. Yeah. You know, at least I try to really always come from that place and check myself. Not all that doesn't happen all the time. Sometimes it's BS. Um, but I also find that with the, like you said, you can't bullshit a bullshitter thing. You know, there have been plenty of times where I, my antenna is pretty loud for that as well. And yet if it's like in matters of the heart, which we're going to get into, because we've ramped up so beautifully to when it comes to, you know, to love and dating and now all that. Now we're going to get into the stuff. <laughs> um, but I do think that it's really hard. You know, you can see that in spotting. But if there's other dynamics going on where yeah. you have great sexual chemistry with someone or you're lonely or you, you know, whatever it might be where there's other needs being fulfilled, it's hard to let it go, even though rationally, you know, it's ridiculous, Yeah, you know, um, to, to cut company with people that are not, ser- you know, honoring you and serving in the way that, you know, serving you in a, in a way that feels um, like they're walking their talk, you know? Yeah. So when it comes to love, love and romance, you know, we girls especially um, have a, you know, it's a ubiquitous universal thing, which is why doesn't he call? Why does he say he's going to call and why doesn't he call? Now, I personally don't have a lot of experience with that because I'm more of a relationship person than a dating person. But, um, you know, it's the ever it's it's the it's the question of mythical proportions and it kind of it reflects exactly what we're talking about why bother saying it if you're not going to do it Mm. that's not what we women want Mm. I understand that sometimes you're saying goodbye to someone after a first date and you don't want to be uncomfortable or you don't want to hurt them but to me it's more hurtful to create an expectation that's not met yeah you know yeah um, so I don't know if you experience that or if it's the same for men, you know, if men feel equally disappointed by women, I mean, certainly I can't generalize that it's one, mm. one gender outweighs the other. Mm. Um, but I think when you're messing with someone's heart, mm. that's like a really uncool way to lack follow through or to lack integrity. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think it happens to guys. I think guys don't talk about it a lot because they want to seem like nothing bothers them. Right. You know, they're tough and everything, but I talked to buddies of mine and they're telling me, yeah, I dated her a couple of times. It was great. And then I didn't hear from her, you know, and they're disappointed. So I, I think it happens, you know, to everybody. Um, I also think that I'm very fortunate because I've had relationships in my life, uh, romantic relationships where I use them as sort of like the, the example, like this is the standard. And if I meet a woman who doesn't meet a lot of the just basics that I experienced in that relationship as far as like interaction, I'm like, all right, well, I guess it's not a good fit, you know? And I think it's about learning that about ourselves because we can compromise ourselves, and, and we can, you know, there are times in my life where I've wanted to compromise and not follow through or, mm-hmm. or, you know, maybe try and get the crumbs yeah. on the sales rack, all those expressions you use with me yeah. when I do it. I say, yeah, take yourself off the sale rack. Yeah. You deserve full price. Yeah. And you do. <laughs> and so do I. And so it's like, yeah, but it's like, you know, there are times where I've wanted to get around that a little bit, or maybe I don't need this so much or whatever. And it's like, no, I do. I want it all. And so the important thing is to stay with that belief and that standard that we have for ourselves, and that we want to meet somebody who will walk their talk as, as much as we try and do. And, um, I also think it's about that thing about being with people, you know, you like people you're like. And so, um, a lot of the people, like I said before in my life, as well as, you know, I don't know, the, the best girlfriends I've had are sensitive people, thoughtful, caring, um, you know, they really appreciate making me happy or doing things for me or just showing up for me and coming from the background I do, the way I grew up and some of my experiences in life, it means so much to me when someone shows up for me. And I am one of the most loyal people. Yes, you are. And and I'm proud to say it because I'm like, if you give me something and you're there for me, I'm going to be there for you at 3 a.m. And that's something I want to talk about. I'm going to let you talk a little, but I want to talk about the people that are there for you at 3 a.m. and being there. Like, who are your 3 a.m. calls? Yeah. Who are your 3 a.m. friends? Yeah. No, we can celebrate that. But first, I'm debating how deep I want to go into my romantic, my love life of the last 
last year and and how this topic resonates so deeply with me. Do uh, I do just it? Tell do it I all, Kelly. Do, do, do it? I mean, like I haven't talked about it before. And sometimes I just feel like this is just a really, you know, selfish forum for us to just get our own stuff out, right? And <laughs> and so maybe it is. Yeah. Um, but you know very well since <laughs> since you're my shrink every day. Um, that over this last year, I had two um, re, like sort of redos with two separate men that came back from my past. Mm-hmm. Um, one for the first half of last year and one for, well, whatever, it doesn't matter. But over the last year, mm-hmm. broken pretty equally into you know the same amount of time. Both um, I had uh, dated previ- previously um, and both came back into my life the first day we got together so, you know the, because there's so many parallels these are people that I really thought highly of and had a lot of love in my heart for really good people this was not like quick shallow strangers these are people that I really had um, deep connections with mm-hmm. um, and both of them in the first conversation where we reunited said very co- similarly mm-hmm. you know I'm so sorry I missed you I messed up I want you in my life tears like the whole thing both of them and it was very heartfelt I still believe to this day even though you know now I don't have the relationships with either of them and it went from there each one built back and sort of got recreated in its own way and ultimately for a lot of different reasons um, you know both of them um, fell off and right. did not honor their word and were very very careless with my heart right now again these are people that I knew and I thought I knew their character so it's not like because you could say it's on me and you know once is shame on you and twice is shame on me and all these things and I did I tried to really check myself about where my place in all this was Mm. because I don't believe I'm a victim here. Mm. But that said, their behavior, their actions were really different from their words and their words were deep and heartfelt. And I still to this day um, really can't understand how anybody could come from that place with a sense of conscience. Yeah. You know, especially when you have a history and somebody and you love someone. I just, you know, I I don't get that. Um, And it's very hurtful. And those types of encounters can really make you feel like very rejected and abandoned and sad. I mean, those are all the feelings that I was feeling. I mean, a lot of fallout from that, that I had to really dig deep once I got past, you know, it's about them and this is what they did and just sort of dug into um, how it impacted me and the feelings I needed to get out of my system to move forward. That's the stuff that came up, which traces way back, of course, you know, it always does. Yeah. Um, But it's not cool. Like if you're going to have, if you're going to have somebody open up their heart to you and their body to you, take it seriously. You yeah. know, it's it's a responsibility and it's something that warrants it's, you know, and it's precious if somebody's giving you that of their heart and soul and all of that. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know what the takeaway is exactly, um, because these are tougher situations. It's not like there were signs early on or mm. you know, like I didn't know them well, mm. um, but clearly I had some lessons to learn because there's, you know, to have these two stories happen within the same 12 months yeah, is sort of, you know, let me hit my hit myself upside the head. Yeah. You're giving me the most empathic like look right now. I'm just, I'm, fine. I'm okay. I'm just listening to you. <laughs> so um, I was thinking about you know rejection is God's protection. Yeah. And a lot of times I, I think I've dodged some bullets. A lot of times in my life where girls disappeared and couldn't handle dating me or whatever the reason was, you know, she had her own stuff to take care of, and and I had my own stuff to take care of. There have been times where. You know, I can think of some heartbreak I went through where it brought up so many tears and so many wounds that needed to heal from, you know, even going back to when I was a kid and abandonment and rejection and just feeling unlovable. A lot of times in dating when it's not going well for me, I go to that I'm not lovable kind of feeling and just feeling hopeless about the fact that I'll find somebody who will love me the way I am and, you know, I can love them the way they are. And And, you know, that sounds like a big cliche, but when you're single and you're dating, it really means a lot. You know, sometimes going to those dinners by yourself again is tough and you really want to show up with a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a partner or whatever. And it's about taking a risk again and opening up your heart again and having faith that the universe is going to introduce you to somebody who really matches you as a partner. And does know how to walk their talk. Yeah, 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 definitely. And, um... For myself, you know, um, when I've gone through heartbreak like that, I needed to, and it brought up a lot of lessons for me, a lot of healing. But at the same time, I one thing that I've experienced the last several years is I'm much more careful with my heart than I used to be. 
Yeah. And I'm really, when I meet somebody, it's like they, I really need to see from the beginning that with the basics and just with the little interaction in the beginning, that not that they're a flake or they're going to be like completely unreliable, but it's just that I think I'm a little more apprehensive and careful than I used to be. And I think that's smart. You know, it's like I'm just not going to give my heart to anybody anymore. So that what we should probably do is drive everybody to um, one of our social media outlets where we have Rob's evaluation. If you're going to pass the test or you're not going to pass the test. <laughs> the early show of character in the first five minutes of meeting him, ladies um, and men, friends, whatever. Um, I'm like realizing our show, that, like our third quarter that, just took a wah, wah, no, that hardcore. Is, that's a great project. I like that. We could come up with that. It's yeah. a good thing. Yeah. Well, it's also that, you know, you, um, so right, you want to be more, you want to be wiser and learn your lessons and take all this with you. And have a be a better judge of character, but at the same time, you got to give people a chance and be open minded. Not yeah. everyone's you know operating, nor are we operating to perfection every time that you're you know that you encounter them. Well, I, I so, think but it, I think it's about mindfulness. I think to the, when it comes to walking the talk, it's about being mindful and thinking about you know are you treating someone the way you want to be treated, and what kind of repercussions will come or won't come from what you do or don't do. Right, and also it goes back to that girl I was talking about, you know, who I recently met through dating, where she was very impressed and glad that I was a man of my word or a guy of my word, and it's like meeting more people like that. So we're going to take a break. We'll be right back for the last quarter of our show. Keep listening. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Welcome back to the Robin Callie Show, our final quadrant, our final quarter of our first hour and our first Tuesday night live here on Talking Alternative Radio. We're excited to be here. If you'd like to join us, share any stories, any comments, um, the number is 877-480-4120. And we are talking about walking the talk, how actions speak louder than words, how to try to be a mindful human being and to step up to, you know, promises or, um, or expectations that you might set forth for somebody that you really try to take into consideration how you're going to impact someone, right? Yeah. You brought this up on the phone, but I'm going to steal it from you because I think it's really important, which is how about when you don't walk the talk with yourself? Yeah. Um, I think ultimately that's probably the most important of anything that we could talk about tonight. Mm -hmm. And... You know, um, it could be as simple as all the times I've told myself, I'm going to be really, I'm going to eat really healthily this week and I'm going to exercise X amount of times or, you know, I'm, I'm going to stop behaviors that don't serve me or mm-hmm. I'm going to um, maybe change my dating patterns and not attract the same people into my life that don't serve maybe. me. <laughs> I mean, definitely. Um, well, we all get right. We get progressively. It's always a work in progress. We get better. It, it, practice makes perfect, right? Yeah. Well, we're, we're, just, we're just saying, oh, during the break that it's the difference between where you know you may have been in fetal position five years ago and now like you're sitting up at least you know right you know, so may not, might not be out of bed yet right but at least so, it's progress but just to like to get in that whole idea sam was talking about you know it's about attachment and like how attached to you how much are you offering unconditional yeah. love and we were talking about the fact that it's it's progress it's like yeah i'm not in the fetal position like i was years ago during heartbreak but i still get sad yeah you know i'm sad it didn't work out yeah absolutely and we're not you know i mean we can strive to be superhuman but it's a it's it's hard and it, and it's that's a big that's a show in and of itself the idea of attachment that's such an important topic that we'll need to you know we'll table that because that that deserves a lot of love that topic yeah um but going you know just uh, not walking the talk with yourself i think it's you know there's times where i've been really frustrated with myself where i wanted to shift something or made myself a promise that i didn't keep and um perhaps that's the biggest transgression of all do i sound like a, an advertisement for yom kippur <laughs> now you know, like making amends with yourself, you know, forgiving yeah. yourself against trans- trans- transgressions against yourself. Um, but I think it's important to try to, you know, honor and step up to yourself when you can, but also to give yourself a break the same way you should give other people a break when you can't. Yeah. And maybe with other people who disappoint you, you can cut ties with yourself. You can't. You can cut ties with pieces of yourself that you want to let go of. Yeah. Um, but holistically, here we are, right? Yeah. His body, so we got to keep going with them 
Yeah. Well, and I think the big takeaway from the show as far as our own behavior is if you aren't showing up the way you want to, don't beat yourself up. It's all right. You know, try and do better. It's a good reminder about wanting to do better and practicing that. And there, again, like I've said during the show, there are times in my life where I could have compromised or maybe I did and then I regretted it because I didn't show up the way I thought I would or I said I would. And I learned to be a better guy. And that's how we evolve and grow. You know, we talk about self-growth on this show sometimes like it's a Hallmark card, but it's work. <laughs> it's like, and sometimes there's pain. It ain't pretty. And sometimes it's embarrassing. I mean, I've done things in my life, and I'm talking about as an adult, where I'm like, God, did I act like a jerk? Or I wish I didn't say that. Or I wish I would have done this better. And it's like, all right, I've made use of that information, and I've grown. And when I coach people and do life coaching, I'm trying to do the same thing. Let's make use of what's going on whether it's heartbreak or whether you meet somebody in business who didn't show up the way you thought they would and you're disappointed. What's that really about? Like, it's all about growing. And, you know, when you talk about a plant growing, you know, there's manure in there. There's, you know, water. There's sunlight. There's a lot of different things that make that plant grow. Yeah, that's true. Um, And I, I guess I'm thinking about just in terms of what kind of takeaways we can call from this for ourselves and maybe offer to our listeners, you know, so this is a two prong thing because there's, you know, when you're in the position of being disappointed by somebody who doesn't walk their talk. Um, there's, you know, what can you do about it? You can dig deep and find compassion and forgiveness and try to look at, um, remember that there's a reason that they are not stepping up. Um, there's letting go of them and just kind of clearing your space around you for, um, relationships that serve you better and just Mm -hmm. sending them off into the world with love. Right. Mm -hmm. Then there's when you're the one who's not stepping up for somebody else. And like you said, I think it's important to cut yourself a break. I know yeah. there's been times where I, I try, yeah, there's a few times probably <laughs> when I've done something like where I felt really horribly about disappointing, like my sister, for example, or someone who's really super sacred to me where I really felt like I was a lame ass and didn't step up. Mm. Um, but ultimately you have to cut yourself a break and forgive yourself too. And just use it as information and data to get better the next time. Yeah. And just to try to be mindful with the way you treat people. It's really what we're talking about. Yeah. That's what it all comes back to. And I'm sorry goes a long way. So I'm talking about my own behavior. When I don't show up, I'm like, oh, sorry. You know, and that means a lot to people just to take the time to do that. Um, The other thing is as far as consistency in behavior with other people and the fact that most of us want that in our life. I mean, most of us are looking for reliable people in our life. And so maybe one of the takeaways is take a look at the people around you. And if you find that you're really unhappy a lot of the times or if you find that your relationships are really challenging they don't have to be that way and i think another takeaway from the show is that we have the power of choice yeah that's what free will is for you know like you said we're not victims of the world we can make different choices for ourselves and surround ourselves with better people and i think one of the most important things that that i wanted to say during the show is it's always more information about that person right whoever it is like oh i'm learning more about them whether it's good bad or indifferent yeah that's what my old shrink used to say it's data it's like yeah. your computer and someone's just typing data into your hard drive like well that's sexy <laughs> but yeah but it's true you know it really it really is true and um again i just think that it's important to really feel like um you know like just that you're just being a responsible human being i mean it's really what it comes down to it's, well and it you know, feels better it you, does feel you, better you, you feel, feel better, better. yourself yeah i mean it's like the basic kind of basics of nature you know it's like you just want to be the person that you say you are you know and if you don't you kind of look stupid (laughs) and you probably don't feel that great about yourself and we want you to feel good about yourself that's like one of the underlying themes of this show is we talk about all this crap because we (laughs) really want you to grow and feel better Going back also to the idea that, um, you know, the people that are around you, you know, if you just feel like you're constantly attracting these types of people or if you're seeing a lot of this, I mean, it's always important. And I have to remind myself of this a lot, too, is that your outer, your outer world reflects your inner world. Whatever's going on with you in your mind, in your thoughts, in your feelings is really just being um, created in reality outside yeah. of you. Yeah. And so, you know, and I, I even for me, I think about many years ago where I didn't feel like I had a lot of like minded people around me and I wasn't thrilled about the 
the friends when I was much younger, people around me, and I felt disappointed. I had to check myself. Part of it was me, and maybe my expectations were too high, and my needs were a little too intense, and my acceptance level was way too low. A little needy? I, a little needy, perhaps. They say needy is greedy. Oh, yeah, we're going to get to that show, too. <laughs> we have that on the list, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but also that you, um, you know, that you, uh, I just forgot my second point. I think just that you... Um, Oh, that you that you assume that there's you know those people that there's those people exist and you sort of pull them into your existence, mm. you know, and um, so and then it does get better. And I can say now, like the people around me, my closest you know friends and um, uh, family and you know lovers and all of that. There's a lot of people that are really, really, really great, reliable, mindful, conscious people who care about my heart as much as they do their own. Yeah, and that's such a gift. Yeah, it, it is, and. Um, the, the whole thing, you know, as far as relationships and romance, I remember I used to say to a girlfriend, we're friends first. And so when the romance would get in the way, when we'd have challenges, I would say, let's go back to the friendship. You know, let's talk about this, you know, as far as the friendship level. And that way we could separate it out. I just want to say, though, that, you know, Callie and I come on the show and people have said to me, do you script the show? Or do you guys write <laughs> I, down I everything you're going to say? <laughs> yeah. So, and the, the thing is, actually, we don't. You know, we have some notes and then we just have a conversation. And tonight is a big example of walking our talk. You know, we talk on the show about getting out of your comfort zone and growing and doing something different and taking a risk. And we're doing that tonight by having an hour show. So true. And we keep talking about it because it's kind of a big deal for us. We've been talking about this for, I would say, over six months, right. maybe the whole year, yeah. the last year, we've yeah. been talking about eventually growing to an hour. How are we going to do this? What are we going to talk about? And tonight we took the plunge. And, and I've been, been more chicken. You've been more on board, more braver, braver than I have about it. Well, I think you've been brave enough. You know, we we came in here tonight and we didn't know how we we're going to do this. And we're really walking our talk. And so for that, I think we kicked ass. <laughs> I did cite. I went through like as I was kind of giving myself speeches over the last few days, secretly hoping that maybe we'll cancel tonight. Maybe we're not ready for an hour. Let's go back to a half hour. And You're then like, I'd start summoning I am a up. good person. People like me. I can do an hour show. Well, I'd summoned up some of the old titles. You know, I was like, right, you know, it's good to be uncomfortable and got to stretch it and be in the you know be all the all whatever our different whatever shows we've done over the last year right. um and i was really talking yes exactly trying to walk the talk and you know hope that we're embodying exactly what we're espousing to everybody else otherwise what good are we to anybody or ourselves right yeah so so now we have yeah go ahead no and i was gonna say we wanted to back out the both of us yeah. said we were like oh, you know yeah, we, we could go to a half an hour oh yeah and so i think the last takeaway we can offer people is if there's something that you've been thinking about doing, there's something on your list in life that you've been putting off. There's maybe a phone call or there's a hobby you want to pick up, you know, or maybe it's a job that you've really wanted to do and you have no idea how you get into that field. Just take a step in that direction. Take a risk and just do it. Walk your talk. Walk your talk. I didn't want to mess up the order of that. So with that, we're very excited, and we want to thank Joy again for joining us. Our new intern who's going to get us Yay, hip and happening on social Joy. media, get us like really up to speed with that in a way that we haven't done on our own. We thank Sam for the opportunity to go to an hour. We're going to be live here on Talking Alternative Radio every Tuesday night from eight to nine p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and then we will be streaming per usual on um, iTunes on the Robin Callie Show dot com website. That's right. That's right. So if you want to learn more about me, you want to get a life coaching session, you can go to robk.com. And um, I also would like to say, too, I was letting you just um, support, just uh, announce your website on your own, because I was just going to say, before we quickly wrap up, that if anybody wants to be a guest on the show or looking for interesting people, please mm -hmm. offer, us, um, offer yourself up to us on um, Facebook, probably, or our email. Thank yeah. you. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Take care, y'all.